1: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Friday, episode 847. Today we're going to do part two of our interview with Will. Will. I'm hoping you're enjoying this. I know I am. Um, but before we jump into that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, they they are not this fly of the wheel, just kind of, we're just going to make something up. The top programs around the world, Duke, North Carolina, Florida, uses their, uses their machining machines. Hey, Madison Memorial uses their shooting machine we have two of them so I mentioned Coach Unplugged and they'll give you $350 off also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better it's you know the 14-day free trial is there and like I was saying earlier in the week my brother's hounding me and getting rid of that and increasing the prices but I, I want to keep it affordable I want to I want to show you how good it is um, to come on kick your kick your tires around you'll get a video message from me within 24 hours, just kind of making sure everything's logged in and you can find things and, you know, just diving in. Um, there's so much content and I just want to help you with that. I want to help you have an, have an enjoyable experience in your coaching career. So come over and join us. Um, I think you'll love it. And let's head off. To the you're podcast. doing this. So you can do that and um, this at the same time. My, my, my coaching philosophy
0: is more, um, you know, I, 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 I like to get, from a from a program standpoint from philosophy I like to treat my kids as if they're adults um, i I, like, uh, I challenge them daily um, and, and I want them to be the best man that they can be right uh, that's first and foremost um, but as a as a coach my, my philosophy is more so teaching them I, I want them to teach them how to be leaders of, of of men so like when they leave my program and they go to college like first and foremost i want them to be the best human beings possible because basketball is kind of secondary in high school not every kid is going to go play college basketball right i mean the the, the i mean I, I have one out of 15 kids go you right know, and i might have two out of 15 but like next year i probably only got one that's going to go out of that whole thing so like do I cater to the kid that's going? Yes. But like also like, right. It's like running a
1: class though. It's like, you don't forget yeah. about the, the kid that's going to Harvard, but you also yeah. got to worry about the kid that like is trying to graduate high school. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's so, like you know, gotta- yeah. <laughs> and so my philosophy is more so it's, it's more not really just basketball. It's, it's more so life. And so, um, but from a basketball standpoint, my philosophy is like, I, I want to be able to, to free my kids' minds right uh, be I want them to be free thinkers, uh, I want them to be creative you know when you're dealing with smart kids they, I mean kids are very smart if you allow them to be smart I don't, don't want to
1: well, and you also have to hold them to you also have to hold them to that high standard like you know do you, I always say do you not want do you want me to hold you to a high standard or not like yeah. that's fine if like if you don't want me to, to ex- have expectations for you, tell me that, but I'm going to hold you to a high standard. About like being on time and treating people nice. I mean, I that's just what I'm going to do. And if you don't, then we have to have a discussion. But um,
0: and, and I coach every kid differently,
1: right? Um, like you can't I, coach I, every kid the
0: same. No. You can't. Like one, like this year is going to be a little bit different because I got a little bit more, you know, soft, mellower freshmen coming in. So like my demeanor and practice is going to be a little bit different because they're they're a little bit on the softer side. Right, um, and that'll make pu- it, they're yeah.
1: puppies, man. You can't, yeah, you, can't, yeah I mean, you don't treat a puppy the same way you treat a seven-year-old dog. They're different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So <laughs> I know some kids on my team. Like my leading scorer coming back, he he's 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 a really good player, really good shooter. Right, but he doesn't handle pressure very well. So, like, I'm not gonna go into practice and tell him, "Hey, I need you to score 35 points today, or we're not gonna have a chance to win." Right. If I give him that, he's gonna be zero. and He's gonna be over thirty, and he's gonna have a very bad game. And then I may not get him back for a while. Right. Like I may not get that that confidence back. Right. So, so every kid is different. Like my like point guard from last year. He's I think he's gonna be real. I mean, for this upcoming year, he was my sixth man last year, my backup. I think he'll be really good. Right. Uh, for, so from a point guard standpoint, like I think I think I'll be able to do a lot of stuff because he's really good. But. I gotta coach every kid differently and yeah. so and and my my philosophy is still kind of you know evolving uh, right now uh, uh but th- those are kind of my cores like i I really want to be able to to coach kids to be um, their own individual uh if that that makes
1: any sense right no i i get it i think that's i mean i, that, I mean yeah that that's the we're all teachers at the end, to be honest with you. We're not, like, necessarily. Um, what do you think the hardest thing to teach is? Who, and, and what kind of – in what context? Or whatever context in, you in, want. I mean, <laughs> in life or in basketball. I mean, what do you th- – I'm asking what's hard – I mean, there's the things that I could talk about in my classroom okay. that are hard to teach, but basketball-wise, what's the hardest thing to teach?
0: I think confidence. It's, it's really – I mean – you look at some of these NBA players and, and and a lot of our kids watch NBA and I try to I try to tell my kids to steer away from that and even though I think college kind of basketball's kind of in a really weird situation right now because the talent level isn't as good and, and you're seeing what which I think will will help if some of the better basketball players, the one that are ready, like they don't do the one and done, they kinda of just go to the G League and kinda of migrate from there. Um because I, I, I think if they do that, you'll you'll see more kids going, you know, two to three, four years, and you'll see a lot more investment, and you'll see a better product. Even though you won't have the star power, but every, I mean, th- there could be a Buddy healed in every class. Right. So I try to get I try to get my kids to watch a little bit more college. Yeah. Um, because it's a little bit more teachable to what we do in high school. Right. Um, yeah.
1: The. <laughs> you need a move and a counter move in high school. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need what you're watching on YouTube. Yeah, no you don't. <laughs> you need a move and a counter move. My best point guard ever, great kid about five nine, five ten. um had a move and a counter move and was unstoppable. That's all you needed. Like yeah. you, you you don't need tw- you don't need the stuff you're seeing on YouTube, you don't need the stuff all the trainers are showing. You need a move and a counter move in high school. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean,
0: kind of on your on your thing, like doing my skill training. I, I really like most of my most of my stuff is coming off of rips and one drill pull up, mm-hmm. or one one drill between the legs, something like that. I know. Like, my
1: I have a whole theory that the mid range jumper is like this thing that's been lost, and someone's going to eventually find it because there's openings in the mid range.
0: Oh yeah, my like, my my leading score last year. Shot 60% from mid-range. He got most of his shots at the rim and mid-range. And it opened up everything else for everybody else.
1: If you can shoot a 12-footer like um, it's a layup, maybe not quite a layup, but shoot it in a 50%, 60% range, yeah. oh, my God, it's, you're going to get an open shot. Yeah,
0: I, I had a coach last year tell me, and we lost the game, but he said I was his hardest game plan because my, my kids shot at all three levels really well. And and I I mean and we're we're attacking the basket a lot more than what you may think, you know. And we got in trouble in our last game of the year last year because we went up against to eleven kids. So like all of our drives were kind of negated. Because well, that's they what fun.
1: they got. You gotta you gotta work on that on the runner and the floater, man. Yeah, with, and with Steve what, that Steve Nash stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: and and that's what the, with the IQ of my basketball kids. Sometimes they were like, I I, I want to challenge this guy because I feel like I could go get it. I'm like, no, like he has blocked the shot five times already. Like, do something a little
1: bit different. <laughs> right. And you you're know? not going to the free throw line, so it's not yeah. it's not beneficial to get in there because he's blocking I mean, you. Before.
0: They're, they're yeah. not calling fouls and I'm like, "Well, because he's 6'11", like, do you, I mean, you got to you got to go literally attack his body in order to get a foul. Cuz if you're just up there flinging it up there and hoping it goes in,
1: mm-hmm. you're right. not going
0: to get a call. So, um and but that falls back on the confidence thing because confidently all year, I mean, we had played a couple bigger kids too. So like, he wasn't the first big kid that we saw. But confidently all year we have been able to get there during that game i mean we we scored sixty points in the game now, granted, we gave them ninety six because literally we could not stop the the big kid right um,
1: but i mean we, we you shocked. almost have to you almost have to try to turn them over before they get at the half court and they, and they have a, they have a d one point guard and a d
0: and a d one uh post player so like you're, you're in trouble. You're, we were already from a deficit, and and the crazy thing about it, is we shot fifty five percent from three that game. Right, we were fifteen for twenty nine. Right, so like, it wasn't like we weren't like scoring and wouldn't shooting, but like our our field goal percentage from two was like thirty four percent. Right, so I was like, if you could have made some floaters or did some things. yeah, work, you almost
1: needed to slow the game down against yeah. a team like that. Well, yeah. we we
0: tried, we tried everything. Trust <laughs> me, if you ah. came and watched me, I was say like this. So.
1: I, uh, oh, that's the worst. So those are, li- those are listening right now on the podcast. Coach put it, both hands on the side of his face and just kind of, oh, my God. Whenever you see a coach do that, because I've done that. I've done that at the state tournament. I've done that like in a state finals. Just sat uh, there gone like, oh, my God, there's nothing so, I can do.
0: To put in context, <laughs> so we lost 96 of 60 in this game. And this kid, this, this big kid, he actually just got an offer from SMU. Um, I mean, and, and I'm dealing with NAI guards, you know, and and, and NAI is a great level. I played NAI, like it's it's fantastic, but there's still a, a stark difference between NAI. Yeah, I hear
1: they're going one. I hear they're going to one division.
0: Yeah, they are. They are, which I think is huge. I think it, I think it brings them to about over like well over 200 schools. So um, I, I think it'd be good for for everybody just to go one division. Um, yeah,
1: NAI is not real big in Wisconsin.
0: Yeah. No, we have like 100 schools in NAIA here in the state of Oklahoma. Really? Yeah. I mean, and even and even the one that moves up to D2 used to be NAIA. Okay. So, uh, we, we, we have a lot of like – which Oklahoma City University, which they used to be really big back in the day. They were D1 at one point in time. They're, they're still NAIA. Oklahoma Christian University is D2. They used to be NAIA, OBU, Oklahoma Baptist
1: University. I just worry about – I was talking to a coach the other day, and I just worry about – the big boy coming and eating them, like
0: uh, yeah, it, it may it may happen eventually uh, with with the current climate.
1: I know that that's that's a bigger issue. Is like, can they sustain? Like,
0: yeah, and some schools can, but
1: but you the know, NCAA has a lot of money, and yeah, you know. <laughs>
0: I think eventually you're going to have. I mean, it's, only the strongs going to survive.
1: Really, I know. Over time. It's, it's, it's uh, not necessarily the good thing, but
0: yeah, but it put in, in putting the context, 90, we, we lost 96 to 60. This kid that he just got offered to SMU um, 30, 30, 30, points, 22 rebounds, nine blocks. So like you take that kid out of the equation, we're right there, you know, but he's 6'11". You gotta lock
1: him in the bus before he gets off the bus. Yeah.
0: He's six eleven. We call this guy was six three, and we we are about a hundred and sixty something weight. So like we had no choice, like we had no chance. Like he he just like our kids came out and we, we started out really good. I think we were six to two, and then he got his first block. He sent this kid's shot to the moon, and that that changed the whole game right there. I think they went on like a twenty five to two run after that, and we we just kind of scratched and clawed and got it down to about. Fifteen right before halftime, and then we, we just can never recover after that. <laughs> right, but yeah, fourth quarter or third quarter when they went on another run, I literally sat there and I, I was just like,
1: oh <laughs> What I was do about I do? Work. <laughs> do you have um? Do you have a coaching moment that we could dive into that would be beneficial for a coach listening, like a failure, a success, a aha moment, anything like that that we could dive into? Um, I, I would probably say a decision. Okay, um, I, I I
0: really think that whenever I was at OU, and I'm going through, you know, whether to leave, whether to go, you know, whether to, to break out, and like there were there were opportunities to for me at OU to kind of stay and kind of learn some more. Um, uh, what I would say is, that if you get an opportunity to learn from some of the best, I mean, uh, granted. I, I've been blessed to be able to work or be around Dan Hayes, which is the state of Oklahoma's all time leading school like wins and coaching. Right. And and he's worked with Jim Beheim and USA basketball and, and so the the plethora of knowledge that you can learn from a guy like that. And then you got Lon Kruger, Coach Kruger, and he, you know, his demeanor and how he carries himself on and off the floor. Like you you'll never hear anybody say any one bad word about coach Kruger. Now he runs this program. Right. I, I don't believe as a GA, I
1: tapped into those resources enough. I'm um, telling you, that's a life lesson. I t- is. My son, my son's going to go, he's taking a gap year. He's not going to go to school this year. He's going to go. He's going to take a year off because mm-hmm. of the world's coming to an end, um, but he's going to go next year. He's going to take a gap year. Anyway, I tell him, I said, when you go to college, and I told them this in high school, you have to tap the people that know more than you. Like you're young. People want to help young people. Like if you ask questions, they will help. Like if, you know, when young coaches email me, I respond because I want to help them. Like I'm an old dog, but I'll help you. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I I respond. It's like, it's the same in school. It's the same in college. It's the same when you're taking a new job. It's the same when you're a GA. If you would have gone in and asked coach, and he wasn't busy, he would have helped you. He would have oh, sat yeah. down and talked X's and O's with you because that's what he loves. Yeah, and, and I did that,
0: but right. like enough,
1: you know, you you, you never you know. got to push the envelope. Yes, yeah.
0: and you got and you got to know that, uh, and 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 that's why I go to a lot of practices now. Like I mean, I I tried. I mean, before, like before the pandemic hit, like last summer, I, I spent a lot of time learning Frank Hayes. Right because he's here at, at TU and I've gotten to know a lot of their staff and stuff like that. But I used to go to a practice two days a week. Right. You know, and, and I would try to, you know, I, obviously I wouldn't necessarily like be all up in their business because they're trying to, you know, get stuff done, but tapping into those resources. And and I don't, I don't think I did that enough at OU. And, and then even just with coach Kruger, I mean, Steve Henson, who's now a head coach at UTSA. Uh, Lou Hill, who was at UT uh, University of Texas Rio Grande Valley, right, um, yeah, you know, down there in Texas, and you know, and and Chris Crutchfield, who was at Arkansas, now at head coach at b 2 East Central. So, like, I have a plethora of, of amazing coaches that were around me, and I don't think I quite. Did that enough?
1: I think sometimes when you're young, you think you know more than you know. Yeah, and and I was I was young and dumb and naive. No, I mean I'm dead serious. It's like I've been coaching 30 years. I've won so many games. Yeah, and I think I know less than I did in my 20s. Swear yeah. to God, like it's like because now I'm smart enough to know that I don't know everything. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but and, and as a GA, you kind of get caught up. Like I need to do this and this and this. I, I want to be down there helping out the player. Like, yeah, that that's great and all, but like you have you have literally five Final Four or you know two Final Four worth of knowledge sitting right in the office. Right. And yeah, I, I I was one of the I was one of his you know more trustworthy people. I mean, I, I used to I used to house sit for him right. all the time when he would go on from these long trips. Yeah. Like I was there, so like I was about as in as I could be in right. Still, I didn't.
1: If your house sitting with somebody and they come home, you go, "Hey, coach, man, can we sit and talk hoops for ten minutes?" No. Shoot, you just watch my house and it didn't burn down. I'll talk hoops with you. What are you talking no. about? And cost me anything? And yeah. I didn't do that enough. I yeah. I did it some,
0: but I didn't do it enough because I, I feel like right now I'm learning things that I should have already learned. Yeah, like how to run a program, how to like, and and I've been running it really well, but like. There are there are things that I I can do with my program that a lot of other programs. Well,
1: have. and this is what I tell people. I said you gotta find a couple mentors. You yeah. gotta find. I don't care where they are, and they gotta be the guy you can call at two a.m. They gotta be the gal you can call at a, on a Saturday afternoon after a walk, and you're freaking out because you don't know what you're doing. It's it's. I, everybody should have mentors and you should have, and my theory is you should have different mentors. Mm-hmm. Like you should have, and, and this is talking about birdwalking, but you should have like, I have a, I have a financial mentor. Like I go to my brother when I have finance questions because he's got a Harvard MBA and he's really smart and I trust him, but he's my financial guy. I mean, he loves me and all that kind of stuff, but he's my financial one. I have a basketball one. I have a spiritual one. I, you, you need multiple ones at multiple levels And sometimes they overlap, um, which is great when they overlap. Um, he thinks he knows more basketball than me and he doesn't, but, uh, (laughs) so he would think he's in the basketball one, but he's really not. Um, I'm not calling him for basketball tips. Uh, I'm calling for financial tips, but no, but I mean, I think that's important. And I think when, when coaches are young, don't get narrow, but find mentors. I mean, it's a life thing. I think it's really a life thing. Um, make you a better human being. But I, 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 yeah. I'm trying to
0: re I'm trying to re tap into that too, you know? Um, and I mean, we, had, we had a, we had a call last night, um, Carlin Hartman, who's assistant coach at OU. And, um, we, we had a, um, with coach Wills from, uh, Rice. Right. Um, and we had a call and it, it was more so focused on, you know, being a, a black coach, which there's not a lot of us out there, especially at the top level, but like how to how to conduct yourself how to alleviate this and he said he was like you can call me anytime like he gave us a number and all that he was like I'm I can't mentor everybody but I can I could try my best to give you some
1: advice right or or direct so what I have found too is then I can direct you if I can't do it I will direct you to someone else that can yeah yeah like and that that's, that's pretty much what he told us so <laughs> I, I mean, I, I take some of these calls like when it's more personal. I, I take them. I hey, everybody. It. Hope you're enjoying that. I'm enjoying the podcast. Um, make sure you subscribe and like. We, we appreciate those. Those five-star reviews mean a lot to us. Go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, I'm going to challenge you right now. I do this once in a while. I'm going to challenge you to become a better basketball coach. Um, you know, grit. I was just doing something about grit. Grit is passion and perseverance. And if you have those, you have to get better. Let ttubes.com help you do that. Go over and check it out. 14 day free trial, and let's hit well, that. I, I take them. I take out
0: everybody's number, and I, I sent out a, a text earlier today because I'm I'm trying to tap in because really, truthfully, in, in the college game, no matter if you're D1, D2, D3, NAIA, it's
1: about who you know. If it's you all know, about right, who you know, and it's yeah. also about talking about like the whole Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Life changes by one person. One person yep. can change the world, mm-hmm. whether you agree that or not. Like yeah. if you can affect, it's a math teacher. In me, if I can influence in a positive way, five people, and then yeah. those people can influence five. people. That's the thing. You know, you look at back at history, you look at Gandhi, you look at Martin Luther. King, you look at people that have made influences. It's one person now yeah. and people around them. So it's like, that's where I think, you know, yeah. And, and, and kind of bird walking with that too, and then we'll get back on yeah, subject. That's all right. That's no, all right.
0: <laughs> but even then, like I, I, I I posted something on Facebook the other day, um, and it, it, I was I was driving through Tulsa, and it was hot. It was about one hundred and three, one hundred four degrees. That's an average day. That's an average day. Yeah, end.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And and I, I drove by, and there was a, there was a police officer helping out a young black family. It was a mother and a son. I think she may have been a single mother. Right. Hot, changing the tire, and I I had posted that about it and I got some backlash from it. Like that's the job that's the police officer's job, yada yada yada. I was like, well, it may have been, but in today's climate, right. Have to do that. Right. Like and it's hot. Like I I drove by I drove by that woman going ninety. Like I was like, I'm not stopping. I gotta give a point to air conditioning.
1: Right. You know,
0: the thing I had on my mind. Right. You know, and it turned into something a little bit negative and I was like, no, like what about that one police officer changed the outlook of that one African-American lady and her right. son out, outlook about how that police officer viewed.
1: Right. And, well, I, was, and I think, and i talk about birdwalking. I, we, we'll, we'll definitely have walk on this because I think it's important. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, you know, ha, probably half of my team are, are, are black, maybe a little bit more. And we travel all around the country. We see racism all over. And, oh, I'm, yeah. a, and I tell my boys, I mean, when I talk to them, I say, I'm a white male. Trust me. I understand white privilege. I'm a relatively bright person. I know what's going on, but I also see when it happens and, you know, what, you know, let's be, let's be real about what's happening here. You know, you're being treated different. Here's why. So mm-hmm. what can our counter be to that? Yeah. But, I, but for me to have a discussion with them, I got to call it out and say, Hey, this is, I don't know what it's like. I mean, I don't have those discussions with my son about when you're pulled over. I don't. I haven't. Yeah. I'm white like, privileged I mean I, I realize that. Um so I said, but you don't live in that world. And I don't I can't really I mean I can I can read about it. I can do that. But I don't know what it is. Yeah. But let me help you tell like, you know, you know, and then they then they'll start talking and then I stop talking. That's the best part. Because they'll like, yeah, I remember when this it's like, okay, well what could you have done there? And what could you have done here? And why yeah. do you think that happened? And you know, how could you, what could you have done afterwards and those kind of things? And that's where, yeah. you know, I can, I can do my small, like, minuscule, minuscule part um, yeah. to make the world a better place. You know, that's, it's so hard. It's so hard.
0: And it was, it was so hard for me to deal with that because I was like, I'm trying to give something positive. We right? live in a negative society. Even when we're <laughs> talking about, you know, race issues and you're talking about COVID 19, you no, know, everybody wants to look at the negative, negative, negative. Like, what like, right. the positive? Like, right. Sometimes, like, you know, because uh, we're going to live in a negative cycle. I'm like, this. I mean, when I talk about the virus or I talk about racism, like, it's been around for, for years. Like, right. I think the first, you know, time. And so I was just like, if I could do my part to express positivity, maybe somebody else can get something out of it.
1: Right. As the Native so, Americans in the 1600s yeah. when we well, yeah. took all of their land. Like, yeah. I mean, it's been going on for a long time, people. Which in Oklahoma, we gave some of that land back. Did you?
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They 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 had a ruling where half of which includes Tulsa area. It's it's all Native Native American land. Okay. So like pretty much half of his Native American land, and the other half is Oklahoma at the at the okay. moment.
1: Well, it's all Native American land, people.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, break it is. It to you it is. We. Can't. No. No. I mean, we we literally got my university. Really got. I mean, that Boomer Sooner. That's literally you know land run. You know, so, right. So, I mean, we, we're a living, you know, testament of,
1: of, of that time period. Of that but, time period. Oh, I yeah. know. All right. Well, I don't know. I mean, again, we're not going to solve the problems of the world. But. No. Uh, here's what I'm going to say, and I don't get political on these. Vote. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> big, big time, big time. And, and, and I was talking to one of my friends. Vote. There's two ways you vote. You vote actually walking into a booth and pulling something. You also vote with your pocketbook. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, there's a reason the Washington Redskins are changing their name. Oh yeah, and they're changing it because of ting, 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 ting. Yeah. So I think a lot of what can change in the world can be changed with pocketbooks too. If you if you stop shopping at places, they. I mean, you look
0: at even with COVID, you can even look at COVID nineteen. I mean, they're like, yeah, you got you got a mass amount of cases everywhere. Right. Like you look at some of these places that have been reported to not you know, report correctly. Right. It's a money thing too. You oh, know, so that, that's, where money thing. In, that's where it falls into like, you don't like the, the virus is really not political, but then, but you have aspects of it that can turn into that. So it all
1: turns back. It's well, it's a, there's a life lesson for you. I do life lessons yeah. with my students every day. Uh-huh. Fo- I always tell them, follow the money. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every time I'm talking about college athletics. <laughs> yeah. Follow the money. Yeah. A lot, i mean the, Which, the civil war was based on racism and money yeah it was based on we need labor it was like oh my god people follow the money yeah. and that's how you change people's perspective but anyway all right that that we might we might this is probably pop, top five for bird walking but that's good coach i don't care there you go I can probably walk
0: through the best of them. uh,
1: That's all. Can I? All right, we're gonna we're gonna end with rapid fire. So rapid fire is me just asking a question and you giving me a quick quick answer. What's your favorite basketball that you play with? The round ball. What's your favorite ball? Uh, probably probably Nike. Nike. Okay. Why Nike? I haven't had a lot of Nike answers. I like I like the grip a little
0: bit. Okay. Like I mean, and I I would say I would say the Evo, the new Evo ball, but those things hurt my eyes. Even though I like the (laughs) feel.
1: That one's, that one's becoming more popular. I can tell you that. One word to describe your ideal player. Um, high Q. Okay. Uh, one uh, sporting event in the world you could go to, what would it be and why?
0: Uh, world Cup. Uh, world Cup more so just the, the atmosphere. I like the fan atmosphere. It's
1: crazy. Yeah. I've told this story, but my brother and I were in, in – it would have been uh, 90, 1990, and we were in Italy, and the World Cup was in Italy. We had to literally avoid cities. Yeah. Like, we, right. there was one place we were eating. They brought it was like some little Italian restaurant. I don't know. if My brother remembers this. I have to ask him. But they brought us our food, and then we didn't see anybody for like an hour and a half. Yeah, because the game was going on. Italy yeah. was playing. It was like, here's your food. Don't talk to us. Like, I went to a Real Madrid, Madrid
0: game, and it was. Uh? Like, I went to a Real Madrid game. Oh. Uh, I think like early well, mid 2000s. It was kind of. Um, right there in like 2006, whenever I graduated high school, and I went there, and it was it was just like that. But it was just, it wasn't a World Cup, but it was it was Real Madrid. I think it was a uh, uh, UEFA uh, Champions League, and yeah, it was it was crazy.
1: I know I've got two coaches on my staff that love soccer. I tease them about it all the time. It's like whatever. My assistant coach is a soccer coach, so he, yeah. he talks about soccer all the time. I know uh, your favorite pregame meal? Uh, spaghetti. Okay. Uh one thing you do to relax?
0: Uh play video games. Ooh. What do you play? Uh, I mean I'm, I'm more of a sports guy. Uh so okay. like play Madden, FIFA, um, uh no Call of Duty, control, no Fortnite? Uh no, I I try to stay away from violence. Okay. <laughs> too much. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: I, I will with my brother in law because he plays Call of Duty. So I, I will jump on the sticks every now and then. And,
1: For, and- Fortnite seems to be a big one too, right now. Yeah. Um, one coaching technique you think is important?
0: Uh,
1: teaching. Okay. Yep. I think people forget that all the time. We're teachers first. Uh, best basketball player you have seen in person?
0: Ooh, man. Like, could I kind of, so seen and then played against? Can I give you two?
1: Sure. Sure.
0: Um, best player player I've, I've seen probably Rodney Clark. Okay. Uh, He played for Arkansas and, um, uh, he, he finished up at Butler, but he, he was the all time leading scorer in Oklahoma. Well, one of them, he averaged like 39 points a game. He was, he was fantastic. Uh, played against, um, uh, in the AU tournament playing against, uh, Seth Curry.
1: He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good.
0: Yeah, averaged like twenty-eight points a game at Liberty. His first year, uh, he he dotted our for like fifty in the AU game.
1: He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and I I knew about his brother. I was his like, master
1: class oh, is really good. If you've watched his yeah. master class, it's good.
0: I'm oh, really I'm proud. talking about Seth, not Steph. Seth. Oh, brother. you're talking about Seth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Steph. Well, they're both no, really no. Good. And, and
0: Steph is Steph is really good too. But like, as far as like just playing against somebody, we play we played against uh, Seth in the AU tournament down there in Georgia one year. You...
1: Where's he playing now? Where's Seth? Uh,
0: I think he's in Dallas with the Mavs. Uh, I think he is too. I think you're right.
1: Yeah, came from a pretty good lineage yeah, yeah,
0: good genes
1: yeah uh, I mean so I don't care what I, people go oh he came from nowhere I go what are you talking about he came when they were talking about Steph I go he didn't come from nowhere what are you yeah. talking about his dad was an unbelievably great player oh yeah he had more training than probably any human being ever like, it's not like he was sitting in a playground in the Bronx with a ball and just him what are you talking yeah. about like yeah he
0: <laughs> well, and and if you want to get real technical, I mean, Oklahoma is very underrated when it comes to basketball. I mean, we've had Blake Griffin. Hey, forty percent of the starting or the starters from the Philadelphia seventy sixes are are from the state of Oklahoma. Shake Milton and Josh Richardson. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, we we've got a very 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 underrated culture of basketball. I mean, you got Trey Young, like Griffin. So that's that's four. Oklahoma's right there right that are that are that are in the league yeah it's
1: like Wisconsin's got like four I mean it's like states like us shouldn't have it it's like yeah
0: Yeah. I mean we're a football state by trading baseball more I mean we have more baseball
1: oh I'm sure you have more baseball we're definitely football yeah you know
0: um yeah but football and basketball I mean football and and basketball's kind of coming up there with with thunder um it's, it's it's really rising so
1: um, well, we have the best player. Wisconsin has the best player in the in the world right now, in my opinion.
0: Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I think Giannis but, is but, like if you're building a basketball player, you build Giannis. Now, now if he could ever shoot. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. Hopefully, he's been he, the problem is he had a baby. I, I Hopefully, he yes. If he, if he works on that part part of his game, it's over because because if he if he if he, if he develops that,
0: he he'll, he'll be way better than LeBron probably has ever been. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that LeBron James added to his game was a jump shot. So like, I know. So then, that's what he's got to work
1: at. I, I, I've told people that we should literally give him the state of Wisconsin, not the league. Like,
0: <laughs> well, because <laughs> – Here's if, the title. If, if, if you look back at whenever uh, uh, LeBron lost both the finals to the Spurs and to the Mavs, they they, they played zone and they backed off of him.
1: Yep. I know.
0: Now, no. the second time whenever they played him after they beat us in Oklahoma City, the when they played the San Antonio Spurs in twenty fourteen, I mean twenty thirteen before they got their before they got the door blown off of them in twenty fourteen. Right. Uh Greg Popovich tried to do the same thing and he couldn't. So yeah. I think I think if if Giannis is gonna make that jump, he's gotta be able to shoot because in the playoffs, all they're gonna do is sag off of him.
1: Right. Yeah. And then he then he doesn't have the angles to get it to the guys in the corner yeah. like Wes no. and stuff. I know it's it's no, um.
0: But everything else, he is fantastic. I love I love watching him. I
1: mean, he, he literally, if you're like on like uh like a video game and you're building yeah. a basketball player, you build the honest. Like
0: if he could, if he could add, if he can add a jump shot, he'll be the perfect blend between LeBron James and KB, and that'd be the perfect basketball player.
1: And and Kobe a little bit, yeah, I agree. A little bit of Kobe, yeah, yeah, a little bit of Kobe. he's
0: got back to back moves
1: as well yeah well and i think they could win it this year no i think i think they could with this whole like we'll see wesley's hair you should see type in wesley matthews look at his hair right now because one of my one of his teammates sent me a picture it's literally out to here right now he looks like he should be on (laughs) semi-pro swear to god it's it's (laughs) hilarious and he's wearing a headband he used to wear a headband when he played for me so it's like, oh my god, it's so funny. I love um,
0: Wesley Matthews. I I hope he came to Oklahoma City one year, but we 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 kind of dropped the ball. With he's
1: that. such he's such a good player. Um, yeah. uh, best basketball player of all time.
0: Oh, I, I I grew up. I mean, contrary, I grew up a Magic Johnson fan.
1: Okay, I, Magic doesn't tend to come in. I think Magic's got to be in the discussion a lot because yeah. I think Magic and Bird changed the game. Yeah. Um. Michael,
0: Michael took it to a whole nother level. Yeah, the
1: thing but is, what was- people don't re- remember and the young ones don't remember is like when you were growing up, you were either a Celtics or Lakers fan. Yeah. You weren't both. Like, I was a Lakers fan. But you were one or the other. And it was each coast, so it was like it was like the East coast versus the West coast. It was like, they took it from like here to here. And then Michael just blew it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But Michael, Michael, I mean, everybody talked about his game and how athletic he was. I mean, yes, he was by far way more athletic than a lot of people during that era, but he took it more. So like shoe games, commercials.
1: Yeah. He was everywhere. He was pre social media everywhere. yeah. Yeah. So,
0: I I I i I've quite more the change in the game to, to his off the court exploits. Yeah. Than, than it's on the court exploits, um, if that makes any
1: sense. Yeah, it does. Um uh one thing that helped you become a better coach? Um listening. Ooh, I like that. Uh best game you have seen in person. Who I, I will, I'll probably go back and I'm
0: not a very big OSU fan. Uh, obviously, <laughs> yeah. but there was probably OSU. I was in the stadium. OSU Texas, two thousand seven. Kevin Durant triple overtime game. Byron Eaton, big time over the over the head shot. Uh, and I think OSU won that
1: game. I Have you watched oh, the stuff the, the um, Marbury uh, thing on Coney Island? And yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Really it good. was really good. And how he his his life came basically full circle on how when he went to China. Mhm he just kind of everything just kind of worked out, yeah and the the, the relation the reason I asked is because of his relationship with Kevin Durant now yeah. they were friends and Vita well, everybody
0: in that, in that maryland area are 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 linked to one another him Bradley bill um i know you know um uh, michael beasley it's such a small world um what's your favorite quote um i I would probably say uh it was one from um oh man. I sent you one.
1: I oh, you did. I don't. I don't have it in front of me. I thought you remember. That's okay. I can't think of it off the top of my you, head. You look at. You have it handy. Know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> you look it up and you look it up and I'll give you the next you me one. Me on the spot. That's all right. So, so that's usually why I try to prep people, but it's okay. So, um, oh, as you're I looking it up, up right here. you got it. Okay, go ahead. No. Then we'll um, I'll save the last
0: it, one. It's, it's, it's a John Wooden um, quote, and it, it, it goes for on like on the court and off the court. Uh, do your best. And be your best. That's something that you can control. Um, um, I mean, r- and right now in, in today's climate, I mean, you, you, you can only control what you can control. You can control the community around you. You control how you are as a human being, and and you shouldn't allow anybody to really kind of knock you off your perch. Um, if that that. Um, what I have that,
1: found, and this is me purely observational, is. It's been great having all the family time, but people need time away. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, we have had like arguments in the fact we never have, like we would never have them, and they're in their silly stuff because we're so we're cooped up. It's like, yeah, people.
0: And 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 I'm more so too. Like this, I mean, and and I know it's. I was like, even if a lot of schools go, you know, remote learning, um, there needs to be an aspect of. Of some sports for the kids to get into because, I mean, I look at all of the you know the kids that don't have privilege.
1: I know it's like Baltimore. I think Baltimore is doing a very unique. I think it's Baltimore. They're doing virtual, but they're opening the schools for kids that need a place to go.
0: Oh yeah, and and I and I think that it's going to be interesting because I know here in Oklahoma, uh, we're we're doing. um, I know at my school specifically. The kids that have underlying health issues, they're going to start off virtually and kind of see kind of how we evolve. Right. Now, we're, we're kind of a lucky school because we we only got about 323 and 30 students in our entire school. Right. So, there's ways for us to be able to manage a little bit more. Right. Um, but I know a lot of public schools, they're, they're trying to figure out – I mean, they haven't quite put out a – like, how they're going to do it. Right. Hey, track. so,
1: so will your, if you have kids, will your kids be able to go to that school? Is that part of the deal?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. but I don't, I, I don't have any kids right now.
1: Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> so that's a uh, long ways off. If, if, yeah, if, yeah.
0: if it wasn't for you, if it weren't for you, um, um, if it weren't for me signing up for 8am, I'll probably still be asleep right now that's okay yeah you signed up for it it's like yeah i
1: did uh i didn't didn't assign it i just put them in there because then it get to be honest with you i i do a bunch of these early just because it gets me moving in the morning yeah yeah i like getting moving up in the oh
0: i i kind of wake up early but my wife is still asleep so like we 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 don't have to worry about a kid right now now i mean now eventually changing
1: yeah that's a good thing um all right so any parting words coach
0: um, just, I mean, if you're, if you're a young coach out there like me, um, just continue to learn and, 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 and do your best to, to, um, you know, impart knowledge into your kids. Right. Um, but also be able to make yourself better. Um, I mean, as coaches, we all got to be 1% better every day because right. if we're 1% better, our kids, our kids are. And my
1: advice is too, and I haven't said this in a long time. Yeah. My advice is don't, don't be everything to everyone. Yeah. Like what I've told teachers in our building, I said, all I can do is try to look at the people in front of me and try to make them better. I can't yeah. worry about, because our school is 2200. Yeah. They said, yeah. I'm going to try to help my 15 guys.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what I'm going to, that's going to be my part. And if everyone does that, we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, can, you can't mentor everybody. And then, and don't try to be everything to every, you know, don't, don't be coach Bayheim. Don't be coach Kruger. I mean, be you, pick, you, know? yeah.
0: Yeah. you. You can pick whatever you want from people that you emulate, but it's all about how you, you know, do that. You know? Right, so, right. It's about um, building
1: that philosophy. You're, that's why I always ask, what's your coaching philosophy? Because it's about you building it in your head. I agree. All right. Thank you, Coach. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you subscribe. Um, we would really appreciate that. Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen. Five, those five-star reviews mean a ton to us. Uh, also, go over and check out com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land
0: Horoscope with Victoria Cash.
1: Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today.